it's you. How are you gentlemen? All your base are belong to us. You are on the way to destruction. What you say? You have no chance to survive make your time. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Like a roast beast. Like a roast beast. Yeah. Beasts are best when roasted. Ah, uh, boiled sometimes. Ew. What are you <laughs> boiling? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I was, oh, uh, God. Maybe baked. Ah, yes, I boil my hams. They taste delicious. Boiled hot dogs are all right. And those are lips Ugh. and assholes, so. Ugh. Why would you boil them? I, it it cooks them more. It takes no, it doesn't. It takes just as much time to fry them up on a skillet, and then they have like the awesome grill. Oh, sorry, didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Problematic Cast with the Brewmaker Brothers. I'm Jason. Uh, I'm Jeremy. What's up? <laughs> um, today we are going to crawl fall fucking teleport down into the deep ass rabbit hole of cryptocurrency what is that um, is that some sort of bank for weird i nerds? don't know i don't even have a joke <laughs> <laughs> like the spy from team fortress 2 it's a deep <sighs> enough rabbit hole that uh like you can fall asleep with your glasses on and wake up and have to wash your hair in the sink in the kitchen <laughs> So, so where the fuck are my glasses why am i washing my hair in the sink what's oh going on here hey where's the silk road it's not there anymore <laughs> no that shit kind of well it's silk road 2.0 now but um, i don't think it is i think they shut that shit down 2.0 existed for a while i don't know if it's still there or not it's been a while since i've done any darknet travels so i've never fucked with tor the darknet or any of that i have the browser most recent version of it i just i have no desire to do anything i guess uh on the pirate web so to speak Mm, yeah our biggest conspiracy theory is dead now so like i bet you could have found some real info on that fucking hamanager you probably could i mean there's probably still information out there that like has yet to be leaked we'll say but yeah i guess i guess to start like cryptocurrency it it has there it's a complicated subject but the basis of it is it's a cryptography experiment not an experiment but a practice where you're given a certain amount of like a token essentially like depending on what it is like bitcoin or litecoin there's fucking hundreds and hundreds of them dogecoin yeah dogecoin that kind of thing um depending on your hardware's ability to process these cryptographical um 
pro- workload. It's, okay. it's See, the thing that I've never been able to understand is what are you decrypting and why? Okay. Um, what you're actually working toward. Now, this is jumping ahead on my no, bullet points, then, but we can, go I can on always, your bullet points. Well, I can I always don't... work backwards because it, it'll all tie in together, actually. Okay. Um, what you're doing, what you, um, how you get the coins is a process called mining. Now, what that actually is, is there is a digital ledger that is every single transaction that has taken place within that currency's blockchain. So from transaction number one to right now, there, all those transactions are documented on this digital blockchain. What you get paid for is the continuation, the creation of new, the processing of new transactions in that blockchain. And the, it's, it's called a difficulty value is, um, I guess, what actually continues the work and makes it more valuable. Um, it just, because, it just every time I get to this point, it just sounds like the the uh, plot of Office Space to me. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, for every transaction, we're gonna take half a penny off of the top, and uh, well, those me, those will collect in our wallet, and then we'll be rich, dog. Let me throw a like a more I guess um, real world bank type transaction thing. Take your, <sighs> take your bank ledger. All right. Now, if you had every single bank transaction that you've ever made in like on a sheet of paper mm-hmm. and you had to carry that with you, eventually that stack of papers that you had, depending on the amount of transactions that you've made, would almost become too much for you to carry. Yeah. So you figure the weight is the difficulty – of the transaction, the amount okay. of data that has to be processed. Um, let me th- try to translate this analogy so I don't fuck it up. Um, the more transactions over time that take place and the more people that use it, the more weight is added to this stack of papers. Okay. So in order for the, the blockchain to continue – the difficulty or the weight in the case of our story is increased. So you need to have hardware. So more, um, more time, more advanced hardware to process these transactions, more energy is consumed. Um, all those things factor into the value of it. Okay. Um, the, the higher grade the hardware, the the more – they call them hashes, which a hash is a processing of one transaction okay. or one one like tick on the uh, the ledger. So the, the force of the hardware allows more of a stack of papers to be lifted. So it's like – you remember the power team in high school? They came in, and they were ripping fucking phone books in half and shit. Yeah. So we're at a point like with blo- with Bitcoin, for instance, where we would have to like have the Incredible Hulk on math to be able to like rip the stack of papers. 
Sure, but whose transactions are we decrypting? Everybody that has ever processed anything within the Bitcoin blockchain, anyone who has sent like so what it's just fucking money that begats money i don't i don't understand it like it, 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 they created money out of nothing and now we're making an arbitrary fucking currency based upon something that we created to do itself well the and i had looked and i had is that read, way off is that way off or not necessarily it's an it's one of those capitalistic things where the proposed value of something is the value that it's given. Sure. As long but, as somebody's willing to buy it, it has a value. Yeah. Yes. And that hypothetical value that we're dealing with with this digital currency is a part of the infrastructure that has been utilized or created to continue the processing of this blockchain. So all the research that they've done, all the hardware that's been created, all the energy that's been used has played into the proposed value of Bitcoin at its current time. Yeah. So all these companies that have built the, this hardware, these ASICs, which are application-specific integrated circuits, to be able to um, – to process these transactions because it's something like they had to literally build a newer form of an integrated circuit to process all this shit because of how heavy that stack of papers are. Yeah. Um, you know, all the work that's gone into it, all of the transactions that have taken place, you know, people have bought shit for, you know, X amount of a portion of a Bitcoin since it's been created but it's um like a supply and demand kind of thing i mean i know that's a really shitty economics 101 thing no, but i'm I'll, economically retarded so it's fine. i'm actually gonna look on bitcoin.org the frequently asked questions thing which i will link when we post this because um they explain things a hell of a lot better than we are right now or i'm able to um, there's a lot more in-depth explanation to it. So why do Bitcoins have value? I'm going to just read verbatim. It's going to be kind of boring for a second. Bitcoins have value because they're useful as a form of money. Bitcoin has the characteristics of money, and there's a bunch of shit in parentheses, based on the properties of mathematics, which is the cryptography that's being done, rather than the relying on physical properties like gold and silver or trust in central authorities like fiat currencies, um, like our money. The the central bank pretty much has a way of basing the worth of the United States dollar, which yeah. um, any any currency like like a physical currency is considered a fiat currency. Yeah. Um, Gold reserves. Well, it used our money used to be based off of gold. But it's yeah. no, it's no longer based off of gold. It's based on hopes and dreams now. Well, it's ba based on thoughts and prayers, pretty much. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. But uh, um, a lot of what keeps anyone's money, whether it be like the United States or China or Russia or any of the fiat currencies or any of these cryptocurrencies, a lot of what makes it worth it is that proposed value and the acceptance of the value that people give it so yeah. like i could make a, a cryptocurrency myself if i wanted to and i could say that it is equal to 
Bitcoin in every way. Times a million. But if no one else believed that, yeah. it would be absolutely worthless. But if just based on what I say, they 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 value it the same, then there would be hundreds of billions of dollars worth of my cryptocurrency out there. Huh. So a lot of what we deal with it's kind in of cultish. It it is rather cultish. A lot of what we deal with in our economy with the United States uh, dollar and everything, you'll hear people talk about like speculation yeah. with like the price of a barrel of oil and all that. That's essentially this same thing. So like if we're willing to pay, say, $50 a barrel for oil, but no one's willing to sell it at $50 a barrel, we're going to have to meet that in order to get the the actual resource. Yeah. So if I have one Bitcoin and I say it's worth $10,000 and I'm the only person that's selling at $10,000, then it's how, worth nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if everybody that has Bitcoin selling at $10,000, yeah. that's what people are buying it at. Kind of like selling plat on Warframe. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, that. That is a, a, another good example. I mean, if, yeah. if if you have any experience with some of these games that have tradable in-game currency, yep. you, I mean, that is essentially a smaller scale version of what cryptocurrency how, is. How goddamn retarded am I that it finally clicked in my head when I thought about the platinum fucking fiascos in the Warframe uh, salable, like... Uh, you know what I mean? In the fucking markets where people are throwing uh, prints at you and stuff for, I, I just want 50 plat. No, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, like I have Mag Prime. Here's 200 platinum. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> but essentially, um, that that's that's I guess the way the easiest way to summarize it is, um, people are gonna pay what everyone's selling at, not just what you're selling at. So this this website looks interesting. It looks like a I don't know. It kind of looks like you know like Creation Fest or something. In that it's called Crypto Farm. It's a literal farm. I'm just reading verbatim. It's a literal farm where they're going to teach you cryptocurrencies eight hours a day, like at a school, like in a schoolroom and everything. Okay. Yeah. And the reparations for that, the trainees then put in four hours on this thousand acre actual farm that they mostly grow coffee plants of various types. They also Sweet. grow Mesoamerican trees in the, I'm going to butcher this, Manicolora genus, including M. Zopida, M. Bidentia, and M. Chicol which is a component they put into candies, specifically gum, like five gum. Boom. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I should have known. I, I, I should have fucking known. I would so put in four, uh, four hours of farm work to get eight hours of training for something that I could make buku bucks for, though. Well, and to kind of back it up a little bit... um. When I said about decentralized and anonymity, like that is what makes cryptocurrency problematic towards 
the established norms. Um, as far as real notes I have for this, because it just boggles my brain. Uh, there's, it's really problematic because there's no established value of it. So it's all like user based and vague connections to crime, be it yeah. the Silk Road, be it drug trafficking, be it people trafficking and all that, because the gov can't really track it as easily, you know? Because of the way the system's built, there's not any one individual that has control over the system. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty much in the hands of everyone. If you can produce 51% now this this is uh, a little bit more in depth of how to control the network, but there was an attack that was surmised when the system was a lot less difficult to process. If you could produce 51% of the hash rate of the the current network, you would actually at that point have control of the system. Yeah. You would it would then it's become, just like any company, yeah. Well, the like reason fifty one percent of the shares I can call the shots. Well, the reason for that is um at that point you would be the primary processor over mm-hmm. top of anyone else in, yeah. in in the blockchain. So you could insert data wherever you wanted and because of the processing speed and the way that everything like filters down, like those invalid like transactions that you would add would become valid because you'd make them valid. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense vaguely. I I'm just I don't know. I don't know what it is. When we start talking about this, my fucking brain wants to shut off. Like I'm sitting here listening and it's like, yeah, that makes sense, but why does it make sense? It does it doesn't make sense. It just feels like a circular argument to me. It's like a snake eating its tail. It's well and and you know that is a good way of putting it. I mean it's economics and the value, the proposed value of anything is really um bullshit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the Black Lotus. Like the Black Lotus or Magic the Gathering? Yeah, the Alpha Black Lotus. Yeah, that thing is worth so much fucking money, it's stupid. Wasn't it like one colorless mana into your mana pool? I will actually Google that shit because I I don't remember. I think it was tap for zero to get one mana list. It was a tap and sack, I think. That's even fucking worse. Yeah, if it okay, here is the Black Lotus or Magic the Gathering is a zero colorless artifact. Add three mana of any single color of your choice to your oh. mana pool, then discard. Tapping that's, this artifact can be played as an interrupt. That's better, but like if I threw a jester's cap in, I could go dig it back out and keep looping it. But I mean, who cares about three mana? Fucking A, dude. Here's a beta one. And again, this is perceived uh, value and all that. $24,000. Good God. And now, you know, when those cards were out there, people didn't give a fuck. No. At all. No, I mean, I've seen one in my life, for real. In the Station Mall in Altoona, of all places. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I think then, we're talking... 
I think it was the weekend Californication came out, so it was like 1999 or something, because I bought that album at the Station Mall. And so I remember like 20 seeing years bla- ago. Yeah, so I saw a Black Lotus there, and I think they wanted like five grand then, and I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. And now there's people asking for and getting redonkulous money. Well, and that um, that kind of makes a segue into into um another conversation about economics is like antiques and and other stuff like that like collectability collectibles you know what i mean like there that's another way that we could try to uh explain i guess how this cryptocurrency value thing works like there's people that collect the most random shit vintage memes vintage memes there's (laughs) there's people that (laughs) <laughs> collect baseball cards i mean the, if the, you, the big one that comes to mind when you say stuff like that to me is beanie babies there's people that still yeah. have their beanie baby collection it's like what the fuck did you ever buy those for that's crazy and and now if you knew about the beanie babies and knew the details of the manufacturing and all that you know there there's special occurrences that make like a certain one more rare than another so like it's, what when Momar Gaddafi got assassinated, they made a Momar Gaddafi beanie baby? Did they really? No, I hope not. There's not <laughs> there's not a real crypto farm either. I mean, I know. <laughs> good God, could you imagine? It's the it's the great tyrants of history with Saddam Hussein, Momar Gaddafi. We have fucking oh, it's Pol Pot. He has his own beanie baby. What do you mean? Like the Fourth of July makes a Fourth of July one more expensive, or what? Like, well, for instance, like if there was a at the time, like Heaven's Gate <laughs> line of Beanie Babies, and like that that goofy fucking leader of Heaven's Gate, like if there was only five of those made, yeah, those would be significantly more valuable oh yeah because of its association with heaven's gate because they took the, the rest authentic, with them duh well, well yeah they're the away team i mean yeah. but it's it's the scarcity of something that also increases its value so like if there were five three-legged dogs created in the beanie baby world okay like each one of those would would hold so much more value than any of the four legged dogs. Period. Zoom Just Bobway currency. I want to show you something. You might want to. Oh, I don't think it's Zimbabwe. Where is it? There was like a two hundred. Oh, there it is. One hundred trillion pounds. Uh, this is real good for our audio listeners. The Zimbabwean dollar? No, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually right on. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page as far you as you can get one of these for ninety nine cents right now. The yeah, one hundred trillion dollars. The inflation value, and now that's something that also takes place in the cryptocurrency world. Yeah. When uh, when a when one of these newer cryptocurrencies one of these smaller ones like say i created one and and nobody gave a fuck about it it would become so invaluable that almost all of the currency in that 
name, like whatever coin that I would create, like I don't know, Donkey Coin or something. You know, I'm sure Donkey, donkey. Coin. I'm sure Donkey Coin exists, but I'm just using that as an example. Like, um, if nobody bought it, if nobody valued it at all, every coin in the entirety of that coin would only equal a very small fraction of Bitcoin, for instance. Is that what causes the ebbs and flows is when people get a wild hair up their ass and think they can, uh, like, buy 70 graphics cards and, like, just make a mine facility in their house and then you got an influx of people mining so it dips the price or well it it changes the difficulty um depending on how many people are in the system work in the system the system will automatically adjust itself depending on the amount of work the ease that the work is completed yeah so if if the work is being completed outside of its target time, yeah. with, you know, if it's being completed significantly faster than its target time, the difficulty will adjust to that. So if we were trying to, for instance, I don't know, break through drywall with a shotgun versus break through drywall with an ice pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. using the drywall as the difficulty and the force applied. Um the 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 thing with like this inflation like the zimbabwean dollar them issuing a hundred trillion dollar bank notes yeah like that is something if you go to any of these cryptocurrency exchanges and you look at the uh the top traded pairs and then you like reverse the sort so you look at the least traded pairs there is literally billions of coins of some of these uh, lower, you know, unknown coins that are just sitting and nobody's trading them at all. Yeah. So effectively, they become worthless. So here's an article that you might find interesting. <laughs> Headline: Bitcoin bursting with potential, says billionaire Jeff Epstein. And this was in 2017. 2017 after the first conviction see he probably was using bitcoin to facilitate a lot of his I'm transactions certain i'm certain Be of that how do you make a fucking uh weird island temple without well the anonymity of it because th there's still a lot of the aspects of cryptocurrency that are the wild west as far as who knows who's got how much money there's addresses. All right, let me back up. When you use Bitcoin or any of these other cryptocurrencies, you have a public key and a private key. Without the two of those keys, you have nothing. You trade to from like one public key to another. So yeah. like if I was sending you money, I would send money to your your public address. Uh huh. So like if I want to like send PayPal. Essentially, yeah. but I don't know that you actually possess the private key to that that address. Now, if someone else possessed your private key, they could access your wallet, the amount of money that is linked to that account. Picture a huge spreadsheet of two different um, 
like account values. So in A1 and A1, you would have access to the value of the Bitcoin in A1 and A1. Yeah. Now, if you're the only one that has A1 and A1, you're the only one that has that money. Yeah. But like on on side one, if I have A1, A1, and five people have on side two, which is the private side, there would be five people that could access the value of any, that address. Yeah. So it's like the routing number and so, the account number to your bank account. So how – oh, fuck this. This episode's problematic in my brain. <laughs> like I get it, but I don't want to get it. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's just a, a convoluted way that we're already doing financial business or like finance, like the economic system that we have currently. It's just a digitalized version with a whole different vocabulary list. But Here's it's a digitalized version. I'm fucking flipping the script right now. Here's a digitalized version of something. We're uh, launching our Patreon this week. If you made it a half an hour into this episode, good on you. Because <laughs> I'm falling the fuck asleep. I'm sorry. Um, no, we are launching our Patreon. We're going to start putting out a free app and a premium app every week. And I wouldn't dare charge you for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is probably going to drive a lot of people away. So maybe uh, we should uh, scrap this episode. I don't know. I don't know. I'll link I'll link some of the resources to it, and I know it's something that not everybody's even going to give a shit about, but um, I the way I was looking at it is there is a lot of problematic stuff in this because the the way that money and value can be perceived is uh, false in a lot of times. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. And I'm certainly going to make a Bitcoin address for Problematic Cast if anybody out there gives a fuck and wants to send donations. So uh, That'd be pretty radical. Yeah. But uh, there's, also, there's also potentially going to be a little bit more additional content depending on the speed in which I can produce a different – like a – I'm going to release a, a, a teaser episode of a, a project that I've been working on, um, and Jeremy and I have spoken about it off mic, but I also wanted to um, add that to the Patreon. It's kind of like a bonus to the, the weekly premium episodes to see how it's received by the the premium members, the premium subscribers, um, because I guess they're they're paying for – extra stuff from us so we're gonna want to give them extra stuff you know what we're i mean gonna, we're gonna throw down some extra shit like the, yeah like me finally hitting the receptacle kind of this morning when i was throwing shit at my recycle <laughs> bin all weekend <laughs> all I did, weekend i did post some of the videos that you sent me on the facebook i uh i didn't post the chair <laughs> no, we're putting that behind the paywall. Yeah, yeah, because that one, um, that was so close, so what, close chair? to going. Yeah, the chair. Yeah, I know the chair and the fucking Trash other receptacle. Can. Yes, <laughs> the other matching twin receptacle. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this one. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. But this shit bores me. I, well, I we can always flip a it. 
Um, do you have your air horn ready? I mean, we could. I don't. I don't have much ready right now. It's Tuesday. I used to not do fuck all on Tuesday, you know? Well, maybe that's why this is the free episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. Uh, Yeah, and that's that's all you get for the free episode. (laughs) You're going to have to pay for the good ones now because we need that money. Well, I mean, we have hosting costs. And, and stuff. So even if honestly, God, that's the big thing for me. Yeah. So if, if a few of you subscribe and it covers our hosting costs, you know we can keep doing this and boring you to fucking death with my lecture on cryptocurrency. And, and then later I'll get drunk and we'll have fun. Yeah. So the drunk and having fun episode will probably be the premium one this week because this one is not worth shit. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not scrapping a half an hour. No, I I think we could continue on the conversation. We could just put the advertisement dead smack in the middle. Oh, we just advertised in the middle. No, I mean before or after that. So what? that if anybody wanted to skip the cryptocurrency part, they could just go to after the mid-roll ad slot. Hmm. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I have yet to hear one ad. Because because our host is uh, probably not picking up what we're putting down when it yeah, comes we to... Yeah, haven't, we haven't had an ad yet. So. Yeah, we haven't even been, been like suggested an advertiser Assholes yet. have been putting pop-up, uh, pop-up ads on the Podbean player, though. Have you noticed that? Because you have to you have to pay an extra ten dollars a month as a listener to get rid of their ads. Are you serious? Yeah, there is. And they're not look, even well targeted. It was like Vera Bat- Bradley purses or something for me. It's like yeah, not bloody likely. Yeah, like um, why don't you use your AARP card to get a life alert? Yeah, I should. I've fallen and I can't get up. Help me! Help me! Man, so what else do we want to discuss on the free episode? <laughs> uh, not cryptocurrency anymore because that shit was a wash. My head hurts from talking about it. I didn't lose my glasses again. Kind of curdled I, my guts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's there are there is more conversation to it, but that's all right. I think we're good in that regard. The new Tool album kind of came out. (laughs) The new Tool album is scheduled to come out Friday. Yeah. I may have heard it already. It's it's all right. It's, yeah. It's pretty disgustingly all right. I've been listening to it nonstop. (laughs) It's pretty fucking awesome. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. It was, I wouldn't say it was worth the wait. Because. Nothing's worth 13 years to wait. No. Nothing's worth 13 years away, but it's certainly quality. Assuming it's not their swan song, which it could very easily be, though, um, they're through all the litigation bullshit. So, I mean, I've already heard Maynard say it will never be 13 year wait again. But, you know, they were dealing with litigation and 700 other bands and all that. But it's uh, pretty. It's pretty I'm, nice to have six of seven tracks on the actual album be 
long ass songs, you know. And the other yeah. was Danny Carey going nuts on the drums. Bruh. Which is Jeez, worth the price of admission. Me. Danny Carey, yeah. Yeah, with that's worth the price of admission. Any one of those musicians at this point are worth the price of admission. Yeah, I agree some, with that. Some of those bass lines on there are fucking disgusting too. Just I, like, oh my god. I uh, I actually saw. I was on YouTube today, and uh, there was somebody who already put a piano version of Invincible on YouTube. They've it, probably been listening to the live version forever. It's fucking beautiful. I'll when, be honest. I listened piano. to the I listened to the live version of Invincible and Descending once, and it sounded so terrible I couldn't do it again. It's like, I, yeah, that's gonna be awesome when I hear the actual studio version. I honestly didn't listen to them until I had acquired access to the studio version. Um, the Descending one. Um, whoever's recording is right behind these people that are literally non-stop talking, and all you can hear is. So it, it's like any adult in the Peanuts universe, is what you're saying. Fucking like tool show, and you're running at the gums when they're playing a new song. What the fuck are you doing there? They're probably just new fans that don't appreciate it deeply. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it was disgusting. I watched it once, and it was enough for me to say, okay, I can tell Danny's going off. Justin sounds disgusting. Adam's fucking sick as hell. Maynard sounds like Maynard, so it's like, okay, we're... uh... Yeah, he hasn't changed his... Like, he hasn't lost his his skill. None of them have. No, none of them have lost a thing. Maynard doesn't scream, but he never really screamed much, you know? Yeah. There's no real, like, guttural screams. But, I mean, that kind of went away the days of Anima and, like, ticks and leeches in yeah. Lateralis. But I was about to, I was just about to say there was a small portion in Lateralis. Yeah, ticks that... and leeches was fucking awesome. But, yeah. I already hear people bitching about this album, though. It's like... Uh, Give it like 15 years. I bet you'll love this album as much as the ones you've been listening to 15 or 20 years. Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) People piss me off with that shit. It's like, okay, so you need the new Tool album. You need the new Tool album. You get it and you're unhappy. Shut the fuck up. You know, they don't owe you a goddamn thing. Here's the thing with, with that. I mean, we have... 13 years removed from the last album. So we're actually currently looking at 10,000 days nostalgically because it's been over a decade. Like in the 90s, people were listening to 80s music like this, like 80s Metallica versus 90s Metallica. Do the math. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just, and I'll fucking fight somebody with that at this age too. I yeah. would have, I would have fucking uh, agreed back in the day. Like, oh, load and reload suck compared to Injustice for All, and it's like, yeah, objectively it does. But hear me out. There's a couple songs on Load and Reload that are fucking awesome in the Metallica verse, like. I love Until It Sleeps and King Nothing and uh, what the fuck is the one on Reload? Um, 
Not Fuel. I always fucking hated Fuel. That is such a stupid gay song. The one that was the spinny box video. Yes, with the old woman singing. Yeah, I... What the fuck is that called? do not remember. I'm looking it up now. The Memory Remains. The Memory Remains. That's it. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the B-sides on that album were really good, too. Lomian's lyric is fucking great. Uh, Bleeding Me on Load is one of my all-time favorite, like, bluesy songs. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Metallica now, but you kind of... Well, it was just... I think music was my first love, and I just always fucking go back into that, you know? Well, we started talking about Tool and and the early... uh, a listening ability of it and then we got into the nostalgia of like how far removed from the last of anything that we get you know what i mean like if they started i don't know making new power rangers you know what i mean or, or yeah. anytime there's a pokemon you know what i mean what's the best metallica album i are you asking me this hypothetically? Objectively. Or? What's your opinion? And Justice for All? Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know why. And, and and you can't even hear Jason in the mix, but the songs are just... I love the first three albums, for real. Master of Puppets is a fucking masterpiece. Ride the Lightning has some of the greatest songs ever written. Kill Em All is just a disgusting-ass debut album and like i said you can't even hear jason in the mix on injustice for all but those songs are like every bit of them are amazing to me you know yeah dire's eve in the end fuck me the first song i'm like how are they playing that fast that's the first song i can remember being like holy christ how are they playing that that fast you know and (laughs) they went real well they went from hardcore thrash to what they became. They evolved, and now they're still one of the most recognizable names in rock music Yeah. today. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of like what Tool did and is doing. They evolved into where they're sitting between each album, because if you go from Lateralis to 10,000 Days, there was a huge difference. Well, listen to Opiate and Undertale. Yeah. I think both of those are Paul D'Amour. But um, as soon as you jump on to Anima and Chancellor joins the band, it just feels different, like a fully fleshed out band, if that makes sense. It it sounds like the band they are now, which sounds real dumb because it is the band they are now. But like, I love Undertale and Opiate. But it's different, you know. Most definitely, yeah. I know what you're saying. There's They're a raw, or almost punk sounding compared to what it is now. They've transcended beyond their origins for sure. Well, there's there's a gravity that you can kind of pick up when you listen to music, and I think that's a lot of what my draw to different kinds of music is. Yeah. And the gravity from Anima on, it's been consistent, but the, I guess what they're sharing with us about their experiences is different, obviously. Uh, Lyrically, a lot of the Fear Inoculum album sounds like a suicide note or something, or like a 
goodbye to famousness or something like if Maynard said he retires after this album cycle, I wouldn't be amazed, you know, because a lot of it feels like, yeah, I'm just leaving this out now. I'm getting it all out. It's long overdue and it's it's time to get the rest of this out and be done with it. Well, he went from being 30 something to being 50 something, I'm yeah. assuming, between yeah, I think albums. He's like 50 or something. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean. I mean, existentially, there is a huge change from, like, I'll be 35 here in a couple weeks, where I was 13 years ago when 10,000 Days came out. You know what I mean? So I think um, what we get from artists or anyone um, in that much time removed is just a different picture of their own existence. Yeah. Yeah. no, that's absolutely true. You can, you can, I don't know, like, not to make a Maynard James Keenan pun, but they're aging like fine wine. But it's <laughs> well, that yeah, that's very good because the last from Kadakis fucking or however the hell Caduceus. you say that, Caduceus. Okay. Uh, but like, what an interesting person, like. I know I've on record on both of my podcasts said he's a pretentious prick, but he's just a human being trying to live his best life across multiple musical and creative things and doesn't owe anyone anything. And I guess I could say that a lot easier reflectively now that I've heard the new album. (laughs) Well, waiting for long enough, it's like, fuck you, pretentious asshole. I've been waiting for this. And we were talking earlier about creativity and and like that uh, that connective drought that happens sometimes with the wellspring of one's own creativity, like mm-hmm. writer's block, for instance, mm-hmm. because we we we're both writers as well, um, and neither one of us have have produced an entire novel, but we've both worked on novels for God, how long? No oh, years. You years. know what I mean? Yeah, I shelved. 250 pages at one point yeah pretty much gutted it trying to make another project that i later said fuck you to because i i think i said it on this show i picked up a book and read the synopsis on the back of it and it was the exact book i was writing and it's like uh one of our earlier episodes you did very specifically say about that and like i have i'm looking at the printout right directly to my right um you know, I have 200 pages of a novel that I started three and a half years ago at this point. Yeah. And it hasn't, I haven't touched it in over almost a year. Like, I haven't even fucking read it in, yeah. in a year. And, like, I think we have to do different things in life. We have to experience different things to kind of um, fill that well back up, that creative well, to, yeah. like, reconnect us to the shit around us to make anything worth it. We have to do different things. Yeah. Because stagnation is the worst thing. Like you sit, I don't know. What's the best metaphor for it? If you sit and do nothing for long enough, like nothing will ever happen because it just grows toxic in you. You know, Bruce Lee said, be like water. And if you think about how water behaves, if it sits 
it starts to it starts to grow algae and yeah. it starts to draw bugs you know what i mean it starts to fester in its own way so yeah. i think in, in in a way like that was exactly perfect in what he said with um how to to try to exist how to try to live is to be like water you know if you want to be uh, an ever-changing river you have to live like an ever-changing river and when there's a bend you have to bend and when there's a straight and fast flow you have to roll with that yeah also there's two wolves inside <laughs> <laughs> finally i've been waiting to hear you say this can can you can you elaborate on that what, what do these two wolves do one really likes uh, Roblox, and the other one's into the Lego games. So whichever one you feed is who's going to take over the TV for the rest of your life. Or steal the phone out of your hand while you're trying <sighs> Do you have games? <laughs> hey, do you have Roblox? But, uh, here's, a, here's a hot take. Fuck Roblox. Oh, my God. My daughter, when I get a chance to hang out with her, will be like, Daddy, let me play Roblox. I'll be like, can can you ask nicely, Daddy? Can I please play Roblox on your phone? Yes, baby, you can play on my phone. Well, she'll start that shit, and she turns into a Tasmanian devil. She is screaming at the top of her lungs, giving a play-by-play of everything that's happening on it. And I look at her like, child, what are you doing? And it's just... Yeah, Des was playing one, and it was like, I don't know what it was called. It had something to do with granny or grandma or something. It was hiding from grandma. Yeah. Because if she popped up and screamed, he would scream. And it's like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? Now, now picture the, the home videos of you and I when we were playing like Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's essentially what we're seeing. It's the same thing. But I mean, like, I just... I guess that's me getting old. I don't understand yeah. Roblox, and I never want to. But <laughs> and, you know, it, it it keeps them happy. So uh, you know, I'm gonna let my kid use my phone for Roblox until she's like, I want to play Wolves and talk to people while I sit. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Jaylee will get that reference because she's a pretty avid listener. I used to pick on her for uh, she used to play an MMO. It oh. was just like a a social mmo where you you were a wolf and that's she laid around with her wolf and they would have conversations i mean it was a pretty neat social thing i guess for her it was just like a chat room basically essentially it was a chat room but you were you were an animal there's nothing weird about that it was it was kind of (laughs) weird okay (laughs) okay no offense to any furries out there or anyone who weird shay you're good (laughs) (laughs) She'll probably laugh like hell. <laughs> no, I mean we all have our little isms. Well, like, and and here's I like a throw. To stick entire Coke cans up my ass while I'm masturbating. So uh, they, they <laughs> oh sell easy. They sell easier fitting items at the adult world. I think Coke can. Could you imagine how no. badly that would go? N- no. It's not I'll tapered. Pass. It's not coming back out. It's oh my god. Is it full or empty? Because that would make the difference in the experience. Oh, I there's think. There's two Coke cans inside. Of you. <laughs> please one is call. Full please and one call nine one one. 
there are two Coke cans inside of you. <laughs> Live or die. <laughs> Make your choice. Holy fuck. I want um, to play a game. <laughs> that would be a good jump off point to the premium episode. <laughs> yeah. I the think mania. you're right. Oh, man, I think the mania is starting to come back. God, I hope so. Yeah, it, it, it seems to drive me pretty well. Do you know? There was something I, was, I, I did. I was reading the other day the difference between bipolar disorder and manic depression. And the fact is manic depression is a archaic term that isn't used anymore. And it's all collected by the bipolar blanket at this point. And it's like, oh, that explains it because it seemed like the same thing to me. <laughs> Kind of like the various different uh, forms of what they used to call like ADHD, Asperger's, all that. It's all it's all wrapped up over top of this heavy weighted blanket of autism spectrum disorders. Basically, like was it Dax Shepard or the other guy on uh, Idiocracy? Well, your shit's all fucked up, and you're talking like a fag. <laughs> wow. You don't, you don't remember Idiocracy. I do, but I don't remember that specific quote. He went to the hospital, and the doctor told him his shit's all fucked up, and he's speaking like a fag. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> That's a doctor saying that, dog. That's 500 years from now. That's real life. That's fucking 100 years from now in real time. I oh, think. yeah. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until Fuddruckers officially becomes buttfuckers. Mm-hmm. That was the funniest transition in that movie when he was in stasis. How Fuddruckers went through a couple different name changes and it ended up as butt fuckers. <laughs> and they and they go into the restaurant. And it's like a kids party going on in butt fuckers. And it's like, <laughs> what in the hell is going on? And I think that's the 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 satirical wonderment that that holds is like. If the most ridiculous thing that we can think now is most likely going to be the future outcome oh, yeah. three generations from now. Oh, yeah. Like, is it three generations from now? No, I think it's probably only going to be one. Yeah. Depending on how this newest generation handles um, the responsibilities of how badly everyone fucked up before them. Or SoundCloud rappers. SoundCloud rappers. Uh, you know, I'm going to get some face tattoos, and I'm going to write some three-word rap songs. I'm going to rap. I'm going to get the beat. Rap, I'm going to throw a beat rap, down. I'm the ball now, and I'm going to put dick rap, in my mouth now. I'm going to throw I don't but, respect modern rap. I'm not sorry about that. I I I don't either. There's no Live poetry to it. There's no Look, poetry to it. There's no um you know, older MCs, the, the older rap that said, we came up on. That said, I have to say this. Live your truth. Listen to whatever makes you get those fucking goosebumps because man, whatever. But Trav, I'm not gonna listen to any SoundCloud la- rappers, boy. I can't. I can't do. It. I can't fucking do it with you. Stop, please. 
If you want to listen to the fucking crazy outskirts of what I'm listening to, I'm going to start sending you every black death metal thing I'm listening to, and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? There's, I don't know. I I just don't like it. I can't get into it. Well, there's, there's no artistry anymore, you know? It, that's where I was about to go, um, was like, if you compare lyrical prowess from hip-hop from the 90s early 2000s to now like the the quality of the poetry and the ability of the the mc man like i could go listen to tupac go listen to tupac any any of his songs go listen to Nas's first album go listen to some fucking angry old jay-z you know what i mean black men that grew up in a fucking neighborhood dodging bullets like if you want rap what the fuck is post malone doing like it's <laughs> like the kid that grew up in the trailer park that nobody liked that went to school and smelled like piss all day like i don't it i don't smelled know. like animal piss too and human <laughs> piss yeah, and like, stale cigarette smoke and old beer you know was- like Aubie or something or Robbie Aubrey uh, Auburn and he drove a he didn't Pinto? drive no nah, he didn't drive he walked he, to school he rode a bicycle he rode with a little my little pony basket on the front he rode a German shepherd to school dude it, that kid would be a lot cooler than than how we're describing him if he actually rode a German shepherd to school <laughs> All right, go home. Meet me here at three. And then the dog does. Man, that'd be a cool rapper. There could probably be some really cool raps at the speed of my dog. <laughs> I played with my pogs. I don't know. Like, fucking. <laughs> oh, pogs. P-O-G-S. Look that shit up because I guarantee most of you don't remember that shit. Do you remember... The amount of pogs that we used to appropriate. It was retarded. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever paid for one of them. I, I know we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, because I think we paid for the tubes, maybe, because those were a little harder. But, like, the, the fucking pogs themselves, it's like, this is literally, like, chunks of cardboard with really shitty-looking designs on it. Why would I pay for this? Because it had the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on it. Suck my fucking penis! Bow, new, 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 new. Oh, that's a Cumbtown bit. I'm sorry. I'm not oh. stealing that. <laughs> I didn't. I don't listen to Cumbtown, so I didn't. I was just playing along. No, I know. I just... It enters my head. I just don't want to be joke stealing. Well, yeah, because that's a that's a comedic no no. Well, I don't want to piss Nick Mullen off either, because he's hilarious. And fuck he'll... you, Stav. When you listen to this, go fuck yourself, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> go fucking choke on your own dick. Oh, that's right. You're too fat, even if you cut it off. Even though he is fat paid, he is also the reason I don't listen to Come Town, to be I know, fair. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Like, I would listen to... And I would honestly, listen to I've it. gotten used to Stav, and I like him, but it, it's definitely grading. Like, we like follow if, him on Twitter, 
Yeah, he's funny on Twitter when but, I don't have to listen to him cackle. Yeah, his laugh kills me. Like it, it just it kills me, man. Yeah, I'm. I've actually listened to some of his stand-up routine. Like he has Comedy Central bits and stuff. He's an actual like New York comedian. Yeah, his no, stand up His stand-up's fucking great. Like you wouldn't think it was the same guy that literally isn't writing anything and just off the cuff saying dumb shit. Like dicks, 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 Satan, dicks, dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like gay sex. I'm not really gay though. It's like, just admit it to yourself. You'll be happier. Stop. Come on. Well, maybe that's maybe that's just how he um gets his outlet for for all the the dick jokes that aren't really. I guess you. I don't know. This isn't going to become come town critique, but he has admitted on the show that he would uh, have sex with a transsexual. And it's like, okay, then you probably have gay issues, dude. Just admit it to yourself. What are you talking about? Just stop talking. (laughs) Why do you got to air this to? I don't have any idea of the numbers they make, but I bet they have a half a million listeners a week. It's possible. Oh, it's definitely possible. They're making 50k a month. And they ain't making chapo money, but yeah, I this do have real cool one interesting. I do have, I do have one exciting thing to say. Okay. About you know behind the scenes, we have officially reached 500 downloads That's for crazy. problematic cast. Yeah. Already? In a month and a half, we have reached 500 all-time downloads as Jesus of Christ. this point in time. I'm just re- no, actually 501. So oh shit, one of you are listening right now. Yeah, maybe they're listening to our live stream on Twitch. Um, Castbox, I think it is, keeps trying to get me to go live with the podcast. Uh huh. Like, like there's a button that you can like live podcast on there. It's like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to be doing that. I really don't know how well that would go. I mean, we could try. There'd be no one listening. It would be like going Facebook Live. Yeah, that's true. Well, you could listen to it later because it would archive it. But yeah, but as far as like, we would have to we would have to build towards that. Maybe that's something we can we can I don't know schedule with our listeners, um, or not. You know, it's one of those things. Let us know. at our Facebook, or actually, recently we have joined the LinkedIn community. Um, I've been networking on there and finding people. If you're on LinkedIn, check us out. Please. Um, yeah, please. please. Please find us. Please. I want to talk to people. Please. Tell um, your friends. Yeah. We got more likes on uh, or reviews or whatever on. Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Oh shit, I haven't checked that. Yeah, we're up to like five five star reviews or something. No kidding. Pretty radical. That is pretty rad. Um, yeah, oh, it's slowly shit. taking off. We need to have more people though, like for our world domination to work, we need to have all of you. For less episodes about cryptocurrency and more episodes with comedy, we need more people to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was we 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 made an effort there, swinging a miss. That's why we're going extra long on this one because we owe it to you. <laughs> yeah, we're, for, we're making up for that half an hour. For putting up with that shit. Um, 
that said, I feel like it's coming to a logical conclusion. Um, yeah. Uh, do oh. you have any other housekeeping notes or anything? I just wanted to remind everybody that I'm saying, are we shooting for Friday launch for Patreon? Friday, uh, Friday yeah, night, uh, Saturday morning. Okay. Well, okay. our Patreon will be live Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, by then we'll have a premium episode recorded. And yeah, we'll it, throw up the link and everything to our Patreon on Facebook and social yeah. and all that. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll spread that shit like disease yeah. on Facebook, other social media. Um, so anyone who has the desire to support us monetarily will have that ability, and uh, you'll have access to. I'm saying more than just one premium episode a week. At first, it might just be one premium episode, but oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure with the way that we hunger for it, we'll add a little bit more than just that. Oh, yeah. And, like, dick pics and stuff, at I, least. I mean, those those <laughs> are probably better suited for PMs, so... <laughs> Creep in my DMs. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want dick pics. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you should probably tell some more people, though. You're doing good so far, all of you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Thank anyone who's listening to this. Uh, thank you all that have been here since the start. And, you know, keep cheerleading us. Keep leaving reviews, likes, uh, shares. Um, you know, the more that you guys do that, the, the more quality of a product that we can provide for you let me put it to you in dollars and cents if i get to a point where i don't need to be going to my job i will quit my fucking job and i will do this full time and we will be cranking out the content then well and and it's cranking out my dick and at that point um we also have some other projects that we really haven't spoke about yet no we're not going to speak about that yet but we definitely got some irons in the fire so like the Depending on how everything plays out, like you multimedia projects. Yeah, you all might find out that we have a lot more to offer than just problematic cast. Yeah, because so, we we got more than just bitching in us. Yeah, and and long winded lectures from a maniac. Which one? Me. <laughs> Oh, you're getting to the crypto thing. I thought you were getting to the uh, long-winded crypt farm for fucking gum. Oh, you fucker. (laughs) You know, I actually, I looked up where they got the Chico for gum, and then I just automatically built that story around it like the eight hours of instruction for four hours of labor and i added the coffee thing to throw the scent off and i thought that was a pretty good one i think if you put a little bit of time and effort into it you would make a wonderful dungeon master i would i absolutely would and on that note don't forget to wipe the butter off your lips pound motherfucking sand bitches Later. later